welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And it is officially July. Woo! It is full summer. It is Beach Reads Month. And it's hot, hot, hot. Oh yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> so for the whole month of July, we figured why not just lean into the trend of this time of year. So we're going to be talking about Beach Reads, which is pretty much anything you want it to be Mm -hmm. um, for the whole month on the podcast and also over on the website at fullybooked.ca. So you guys can always head over there to check out all of the coverage and everything that we have going on for the whole month for this. But today we're starting things off, I guess, a little bit differently. We're going to be talking about some movies, but we figured why not, you know, make a ranking and when it comes to beach reads who better to make a ranking of than the nicholas sparks there you go <laughs> so we're going to basically we're going to talk about our top five question mark in quotation in very big air quotes <laughs> quotation mark um nicholas sparks adaptations um we've each seen I think most of them I think I haven't seen I have not seen one of them I've and, seen all of them okay and there's one of them that we've both kind of seen that we'll talk about <laughs> oh boy um Nicholas Sparks is like a trip but it just feels like he's incredibly well suited to this time of year totally. and like Mo- I think it's because most of the stories are set in the south, and so yes. there's always like it's always hot summer. Everybody's sweating. You're at the beach a lot. <laughs> You're at the beach a lot. Um, there's a lot of ice cream scenes and stuff, and um, and everybody's feeling very romantic. I yeah, guess. I think so. I mean, when when it's the beginning of summer, it's you always kind of just feel that like, oh, it's summer. Like, let's be free. And yeah. like a lot of his stories are around that and I think that it's fun to watch them and live vicariously through some of the characters but um, we're gonna go through our list where we don't want to live as some of these no no (laughs) no no we should preface (laughs) none of this is even remotely realistic so it's fine oh boy all right so let's not delay but before we get started though Shireen what are you reading right now all right I'm rereading Harry Potter. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that you do it. Like you pick like a time of year, and you're just like, okay, it's time to reread it. And I'm like, because of what? And you're like, oh, just because, just because. Um, you'll you'll notice if you know if we're going through this podcast year over year. Um, I reread Harry Potter probably at least once a year, and it's either I'll start in the summer. Or in the fall. And the fall makes so much sense to me. I think it's because of the whole back to school thing. I think so. Um, But then the summer makes sense to me some years like this year because, um, you know, the world's a bit of a mess and Harry (laughs) Potter's like my safety blanket. (laughs) You just need that extra level. I just need that. And, you know, he's going back to Hogwarts. So, you know, it's summer and he's hanging out at you know, in Diagon Alley and stuff. Anyway. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> What's on your nightstand, Megan? Um, I am reading a, I'm also, I guess I'm kind of more in the, on the beach read side of things right now. I'm reading a book called Lock Every Door by Riley Sager. He's like a very, very thriller kind of mystery oriented author. His stuff tends to be like very fast paced, but mm. interesting. I've read a good, like maybe three of his other books at this point. This one, um, basically revolves around uh, a very one of these very old standing buildings in New York one of these very old apartment Mm. buildings that has a lot of history and a lot of weirdness to it um, along with an apartment sitter and what she's like going to experience while she's there that is 
probably otherworldly or at least like something mm. something's not normal basically within the building and she's kind of taken this job because she has no other choice and is about to find out I guess what's going on in this very strange building full of very kind of like rich famous people but it's very exclusive and very secretive nobody really knows what goes on in there and strange things are happening so yeah it's fun it's one of those like fun fast-paced you get into the story right away Mm -hmm. um which again for this time of year is really great I really appreciate it so yeah yeah. all right sounds good let me know if it's good I might have to check it out Um, okay, so let's not delay. We've got some Nicholas Sparks books to talk about. So let's talk about our Nicholas Sparks top five adaptations. And um, just bear in mind, we've read some of these books and some of them we've put on this list because we like the movie. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I haven't read most of the books. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've read most of them. Really? <laughs> I have a really bad habit of being like, oh, like a new Nicholas Sparks movie. Let <laughs> me just shitty read that in 45 minutes. You know? Well, because it takes you half a day to get through one, <laughs> to be it. fair. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, our number one choice, top of the list, <laughs> one that I think both of us can agree that we can rewatch without really getting annoyed by it, <laughs> yeah. is The Choice. Now, pay attention, because I'm about to tell you the secret to life. Ready? The whole damn thing is about choices. Excuse me. Hey, you're my new neighbor, aren't you? Yes. Um, this one, I felt, had very little hype behind it. It um, didn't. No, I almost it was, felt like it was like a direct Netflix release, yeah, but I'm sure it wasn't. I don't think it was. I don't recall it being in movie theaters. I definitely didn't see it nope. before it hit Netflix, um, but... I find myself rewatching it at least once a year, especially in the summer, because it's a very like, you know, summer setting. They're at the yeah. beach and stuff. Maybe um, the, I don't know what it is. Maybe the characters just seem realistic. I in think this so. One. Like they're not absurd or over the top. <laughs> yeah, and they just have and like you know he's very charming, and I think that the the whole situation is is semi-realistic yeah. you know yeah it's basically two people sharing let's say like small cottage beach houses next to one another yeah. during the summer the main character she's like a med a student vet. uh he's a vet he's a vet she's a med student you're right, right. and she has a dog and, and they his, have their enemies dog. to lovers thing where they're annoyed with each yeah, other at first that's right. but you know they fall in love over the course of time there are things preventing them i'm pretty sure she has a boyfriend she's engaged she? she is and he's uh, and it's um what's his face mr smallville himself oh fuck yeah that's true yeah um, uh, tom name? welling yeah tom yeah. welling in all of his you know grandeur and sexiness is her um very successful doctor doctor boyfriend there boyfriend very mr all mr adorable all-american oh yeah um and he goes off to a conference and then she and her neighbor the vet end up canoodling quite a bit oh yeah oh yeah and you're like oh that's unexpected yeah and then it kind of follows i guess the rest of their love story through what i believe is like an accident later she almost dies or something yeah there's like this whole montage where they show their very cute life together um and um there's kind of like flashbacks back and forth happening um but ultimately she gets into a car accident Mm. because he's late going to meet her for dinner one night Um, and they have two kids at this point like they're very much in love and together but he's like the small town vet and Mm -hmm. you know he stays behind to help a lady with her dog and he's late to meet his wife uh for dinner and she gets into a car accident because she leaves early and it's raining and 
And then she's in a coma, and so the whole movie is about... Oh, right, that's it. The choice, or where the title comes from, is that he needs to make the choice because she's been in a coma for a period of time of whether or not, I guess, to take her off of life support. That's right. Basically. Yeah. And so, you know, he's getting to the moment where he absolutely has to make the choice, and funnily enough, uh, the doctor who is saying to him you got to make a choice is her ex-boyfriend oh yeah that's weird <laughs> um, and i don't think he's doing it in a mean way he's no. not like a machiavellian villain no in no this. he's fine um, he's just like it's just like weird circumstance um and so like ultimately what ends up happening is uh, i can't really remember but she um, wakes up she, she wakes it's up. very corny she wakes yeah. up because she hears him talking to her yeah it's very very nicholas sparks very nicholas sparks like, our I mean, love is what got us through this basically. a lot of his stuff is like either our love or god got us through this and like you have to remember that it's in the south and so you gotta like yeah, take the christianity thing yeah, it's bible beltish yeah so which makes sense actually based on the setting i guess totally. um yeah so i guess you know what i just i don't hate the characters no. i don't hate they the have story great chemistry the, yeah the actors also yeah. are pretty good actors who have mm-hmm. good chemistry with one another so mm-hmm. I guess that that probably helps things out yeah. a little bit too. Very very cute. So the choice is probably my top Nicholas yeah. Sparks one. Okay, number two, uh, one that definitely got more attention when I came yeah. out because I remember it being a thing yeah. is Safe Haven. You can go Does it get better? Just focusing on the kids. And today with you, this feels like the first time I've looked up. <laughs> I'm happy here. With you. Yeah. Yes, this is with Julianne Huff and um, Josh, whatever the hell his name is there. I I used to be on a bunch of soap operas, and now he's done a whole ton of other stuff. Josh Duhamel. Oh, that's That's it. That's his name. Um, My mom used to watch, like, oh, God, what's that soap opera? All My Children, and he was in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, so he, so this is the story of a young woman who is being uh, abused by her husband, who's a cop, and she decides to make the brave decision to leave him. It's very Sleeping with the Enemy, if anybody's ever seen that with Julia Roberts. It (laughs) reminds me so much of Sleeping with the Enemy. The way that it's set up in the beginning, like it's very much Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah, like she dyes her hair. Cuts it. Cuts it. She changes, like, you know, she like puts Squirrel's money aside to take with her before she leaves and stuff. She runs away on like a bus. And anyway, he's following her. It's all very intense to begin with. And, um... She gets on this bus and is just kind of going anywhere. And I she, think, yeah, I think she hops off at the at a small, cute town, and it's yeah. just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna stay I'm here. I'm just gonna stay here, and it's her safe haven. So of it's course. like a cute little bus stop town yeah. by the water, and I'm sure it's like South Carolina or something. I think they're all around that area. Yeah. Um, and so, and she's, you know, she kind of recreates her identity where she rents a cottage that's out in the middle of nowhere. She has this neighbor who's a bit of a busybody and is always up in her business, even though she's like, please leave me alone. But this neighbor keeps coming and then they end up being friends. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is the (laughs) aspect of this story that I hate. So she falls in love with the guy who owns like a little general store and stuff like that. Whatever. Cool. He's got a couple of kids. He's a widower. 
it's, you know, it's cute. There's a whole um, story that culminates in her ex finding her. Yeah. Um, and, and it's stuff. all quite intense. And it's, and you know. chasing her down. Yeah, very dramatic um, and stuff until he obviously dies because there's no other way for that to end. Right. <laughs> for her to kill him, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, of course, she gets to live happily ever after with her new little <laughs> family. But there's this whole aspect of the story where her, quote, unquote, busybody neighbor is the dead wife <laughs> so that only she can see. a ghost. Yeah, who only she's seen this entire time. And yeah. it's like the setup is supposed to be that she's, uh, she's basically like helping them come together because yeah. she wants him and her kids to be happy. Yeah, and she's like chivying them along together. And then eventually she's just kind of like, disappear and you're like oh we were doing so well yeah when I saw it at first I was like okay I was like these actors have decent chemistry (laughs) this one's okay like I don't mind it too much and then I got to that bit at the end and I was like oh god yeah it was very like why would you do this to ruin a you know a fairly good an okay movie yeah (laughs) so yeah so but they have great chemistry it's all right like I like the kind of like the um the intensity part of it because there's a little bit more going on in the story yeah here. there's more of a um more of an intense aspect to it of course because you have the crazy husband who's after her basically so there's a little more to it. it's probably why i like sleeping with the enemy <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah so um that is safe haven the second one on our list yeah. uh number three number three is the best of me amanda dawson it's been a long time 20 years. 21. Who's counting? What's going on this is dangerous. You have gotten better looking. You couldn't have gotten bald or fat or something. Jesus. <laughs> I miss this. A lot of things have changed since I lost so Um, And this one, it had more of a notebook feel to it. It does, yeah. Because you go um, flashbacks to current like present day and stuff like that because it flashback it flashes back I should say to when they were like teenagers yeah and then flash forward to current current day and um there are some fairly known actors oh yeah the James Marsden Marsden. I I love James Marsden second um Nicholas Sparks movie by the way he was oh he's the other okay so this is uh, this is a weird thing that I felt for a long time I like James Marsden a lot as an actor yeah um and he's also really hot I don't care what anybody (laughs) says and I always feel like every film that he's in he's like the second choice guy and I'm always like why I don't know why and it's like you know people like give James Marsden a chance and even in this one he's like he doesn't win um no I feel bad the best to me is the story of of uh, Dawson and the girl. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, so they meet. Dawson is from um, a very bad family. So yes. I guess they're kind of the equivalent of like, um, I guess kind of like trailer trash um, drug cartel. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> um, they, I think they make meth or something. Oh, yes, okay, um, yeah, that's it. They're like drug dealers or yeah. producers of or something. And he and it's, it's well known that they're a bad yeah. family. Um, and they're into like illegal stuff. Anyway, so Dawson is smarter and he's kind of gentler and he wants to 
um, go to college, go and to stuff. college, and he's smart and all this. Um, and he meets this girl, and he's kind of like, "No, go away! I'm from a bad family." Yeah, one of those. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't be with you because yeah. I'm broken, basically. Yeah, that kind of trope. <laughs> um, and then one day he gets into a fight with his dad, and he runs away because he's afraid for his life. Mm-hmm. And he ends up living with this older man um, who you know, takes him in. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, I remember why I thought this one was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he and this girl, they're, like, kind of living happily ever after. They're super in love. Um, and then further down the road, Dawson ends up committing a crime, but he didn't actually commit it. So his family, um, they did something. There was, like, a mm-hmm. shoot-off. Um, and his cousin died in oh, the process. Yes. So he got shot. Um, but it wasn't Dawson's fault that he gets arrested for it and he goes to prison. Mm -hmm. Um, and she goes to, uh, see him basically like every day when he's in prison, but he refuses to see her. And he refuses to see her because he's like, oh no, stay away from me. I'm bad news. I'm only going to ruin your life or whatever. So she does eventually, like she tries for what? three years or something it was a while yeah and then eventually she does drop off she marries someone else has has a couple of kids kids. yeah yeah um and then she they meet up again because she they've come back because this this guy who took in uh dawson (laughs) (laughs) close enough dawson james marsden it's fine um who took him in he died and they have to go and like sort out his stuff and like he basically did it on purpose so they would end up, you know, meeting each other again. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, and her marriage has kind of fallen apart because her husband's an alcoholic because um, their daughter died and he never really recovered yeah, from it. This like, one is like, this heavy. is one of the heavier ones. Like, yeah. okay, Nicholas Sparks books always deal with a lot of things like, you know, people being ill yeah. and things like that. But this one is, this one is a lot. You've got like all of the stuff with Dawson's backstory of his family being yeah. such a mess. You've got people dying right at the beginning. Yeah. You know, you have, that's it, his friend, this man who passes away yeah. and then he goes back and then that's it she has a very young daughter who died i want to say she was five or six maybe when she passed away five Ugh, rough and of like leukemia or something yeah, yeah and then they come back together and they realize that they still have very strong feelings for each yeah, other and they want to be together yeah. they're all in love and stuff um but, but she's then, still married and shit she's still married with a kid um and so you know they're kind of, you're kind of like oh what's gonna happen and then she gets a phone call um that her son has been in a car accident yeah and so she goes running back and meanwhile Dawson um just within the same few hours he encounters his family again his cousins who still believe that he murdered his other cousin yeah which like which he did not do yeah um and so they uh they they shoot him don't they they kill him no doesn't he I thought he died on the oil rig that he worked on did he yeah I think so because he was like saving people because there's like there's an accident family who killed him I don't think so (laughs) maybe we should have realized Oh shit! No, you're totally right. I'm totally right, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so yes, no, you're right. He's the his brothers and his dad and stuff like chase him, yeah. basically, and then he manages to get away for a little while, but he calls nine one one, and then he gets shot. His dad shoots him. His dad shoots him. That's right, because he basically like he worked with the police to get their whole operation shut down yes. and everything like way back when. And, and he sent his dad and his brothers to prison. They never forgave him. Um, so they go and they, sh- they chase him down and they shoot him. Um, and, uh, so he dies, but then kind of flashback forward to our, the hell is her name? 
Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> um, to I knew it was something like that. Um, then, you know, go back to Amanda's life and her son has survived this accident. Yeah. He had a heart transplant to keep him alive. Oh, and yeah. Spoiler alert. Whose heart was it? That oh, gee, I wonder. Her son. And oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay, I had totally forgotten about all of this. It's true. Yes, and it was his heart, and he, like, at the man, okay, so the older gentleman who had helped take care of him, his name was Tuck. Tuck. Yes, that and was so it. at his house. I was like, it's something yeah, like Chuck. So at his house, he basically, he, like, put the garden back together in this really yeah. beautiful way and she I think she gets the house if I'm not mistaken yeah. at the yeah. end yeah that's it and I don't remember if she like divorces her shitty husband or not I think she does and I think she goes off and like starts her own like career in something because yeah. like she had big dreams and he knew that she had dreams and he was like oh did you become all those things that you wanted to become and she's like no I had kids um yeah <laughs> sucks, but you know and so she's like going to chase her dreams now yes um, yes yes that's it but yeah, so yeah. Um, um, super heavy, but again, pretty good chemistry between very the leads, good chemi- especially the younger ones. Yeah, oh my the god, actors like really good, go. really they were good, so good. Yeah, I don't know. I was surprised at yeah. how good they were. Anyway, I think though the uh, the guy who plays younger Dawson looks older than he James does, or Morrison. he looks like the same age, <laughs> like the basically. Same age. And I was like, ooh, that's and weird. He they bring this actor out, and I don't know his name, but they bring him out in like. A lot of like young adult like love movies, and, and he looks like he's thirty. He, he looks you're like, like he's thirty, and every time you're like, okay, but I'm afraid for that girl. Like, I think he's a <laughs> is he a predator? <laughs> and nothing against the actor; it's just that he looks way too old to play a teenager. Yeah, they need ever. to stop casting him as that because it's strange and it doesn't really I make think that much they sense. Finally, put him as like an adult role um, when he was in, um, I don't know, some movie oh, with Emma Roberts. Wasn't he the younger? version um of uh what's her face's husband in little fires everywhere isn't he like the younger yes, version of yes. um joshua jackson's character in that because he's no. the one who's married to reese witherspoon isn't no he? he oh no he's the guy that she was sort yes, of dating yes, yes, yes the yes. one that she keeps going back to and seeing every yes. so often oh my god i don't even yeah. know why i just thought of that yeah. but yes it's him. That's <laughs> him yeah he always plays like the young like flame that like women need to go back to or which, something which like fine he's good looking but i was also but i'm like yeah he looks too you can't make him 17 forever it doesn't <laughs> work he's like 37 now yeah it's crazy stop Uh, (laughs) okay so that's the best of me (laughs) all right number four on our list is my choice purely just for nostalgic reasons because it's a walk to remember maybe you're just too scared that someone might actually want to be with you and why would that scare me because you want to be with me too I was getting along with everything fine, and then you happened. I might kiss you. I might be bad at it. It's not possible. I disagree with this. <laughs> I only, I only like it. I like it for the Mandy Moore and for the nostalgic reasons. And do you remember when Shane West was a thing? I remember that. That was a while ago. It uh, sure was. <laughs> so I haven't mentioned it. I've read all these books, um, and I would say that for the most part they're pretty damn accurate like scene for scene like story wise yeah but a walk to remember i had to put it down halfway through because it was so heavy on like the christianity stuff oh that makes Um, sense and i just found it really boring like well that's um, uh, i mean the book that might be worse i don't find the movies that bad because like they talk about it but it's not 
No, and the the movie because there's some chemistry between the actors. It's a little spicier than the book. When yes, in the book they literally just sit on her porch most of the time. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and he's a bit of a shithead, which he is in the movie. Yeah, as true. Well. And he starts yeah. that way, but he does kind of like get better as time goes on. So like, yeah. it's just one of those. It was like such a big film when it came out. This was probably this is probably like the biggest one on the list that we have. Yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, I've totally spoiler alerted the fact that the notebook's not on this list, but hey. It's been done and redone. We all love it. We love it. I love, what's his face? Ryan Gosling. That's Ryan it. Gosling. I love him. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't like it as much now because now I watch it through adult eyes and I'm like, wow, the really way that relationship started was not okay. <laughs> no, but such a good story. But anyway, but they Anywho. did a great job with it, so they I can appreciate did. that. But yeah, we A Walk to Remember was one of those, like, right around the time that I had started high school, I think, and it was one of the earliest ones that they adapted of his, of Nicholas Barks stuff, yep. well, I think. it's an old book. I think it's one of his first I books. think so, yeah, yep. that's it, because it was, like, right at the early 2000s, because mm-hmm. that was pretty he much... He wrote that in the 90s, actually. He must have done, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, so it follows, obviously, you know, sort of, again, small southern town, very religious people everywhere daughter of a pastor if I'm not mistaken right right? who falls in love with you know kind of a dickhead at her school who doesn't turn out to be too bad but he is that bad they keep away from she keeps away from him mostly because she unfortunately knows that she does have cancer and she's dying yeah um and so that's why she thinks that they you know she says that they cannot be together but obviously you know yeah their love overcomes etc etc it's cute the actors had pretty good chemistry I like Mandy Moore I like her little song (laughs) She sang the I'm just play. I'm my eyes over here. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, like it's like a totally fine middle of the road kind of film to watch I mean, now. It's just, like, it's just kind of like a shrug. Like it's like yeah, like he's like a troubled young man, and he deals with his stuff with his dad. Yeah, which I don't think he has that in the book. If oh, I'm no. not mistaken, I think he's quite like just immature. Oh. Um. I can't remember. I just had to put that book down because I was so bored. <laughs> I was like, yeah. where's the spice? Where's the spice in this one? There's no spicy. <laughs> like, just to be clear, Nicholas Sparks ain't so good on the smut, but sometimes he puts on some spice. Yeah. But not in A Walk to Remember. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe because it was an earlier one. Could be. Right? Could yeah, be. Could, could be. be that he just, like, developed it as time went on. So. Yeah. So, so that's A Walk to Remember. Okay. So... <laughs> Number five, or at least our last one, we do have a quick honorable mention after, but number five on the list, this one was Shireen's Choice. I have not watched this movie or read this book. You haven't? Okay, no. we have to watch this at some point. It's so bad. Um, it's uh, The Lucky One. I promised myself that if I made it out, I would find that girl and thank her for saving my life. I'm Beth. Logan. What brings you to Hamden? It's kind of a long story. There's a man here who came to apply for the job and I can't get rid of him. How'd you get him to leave? I gave him the job. You don't know anything about him. Neither do you. Okay, so... Oh, Zac Efron. So this is with Zac Efron (laughs) and um, the chick who was in Orange is the New Black. Whatever her Um, name is, it's fine. They have, like, minus... 50 chemistry like <laughs> they are just you know it's like one of them is a gruesome monster and the other one has to approach it level of oh chemistry like it just they just do not click at all Yikes. it just doesn't work um and basically it's the story of um Zach Efron who was 
at war. He was, I'm assuming like in Iraq or Afghanistan, Afghanistan or, something. or something. Yeah. And, um, he is leading his platoon, I think. And there's a big hullabaloo and an explosion. And one of his guys goes off to try and be a hero and a bunch of them die. And he wakes up after the explosion and there's a picture right next to him of a woman and so he doesn't oh, know right presumably from the pocket of one of the right. other soldiers who's passed away that's right yes and okay so he picks up this picture and he believes that this woman saved him because he didn't die that's the stupidest <laughs> but it's so bad oh, like you so have dumb. to watch this anyway so he like then he comes <laughs> back like he's recovered and he's got like major ptsd and like guilt because like his whole crew died and it was like his fault or he feels like it was i have trouble picturing zach efron doing this <laughs> well this is my point like it's just like oh god like we love a bit of zach efron this but like not like, like this this would have been like immediately after high school musical stuff kind of and i just don't think he would have developed that level of believability <laughs> no he just he looks really young in this, oh, no. and like she looks so much older than him anyway so he rocks up to their farm and uh you know he goes to he meets her um doesn't really know what the deal is between like her and this picture that he found like who it was right. for um but he go and he doesn't like straight up come out and be like look i found your picture um like yeah. he, he he just kind of goes and doesn't he doesn't say much in this movie he kind of grunts a lot um uh, and he's just a little bit like hi like can i help with the farm oh my god um, and so they're like okay like we need another pair of hands so it's her and her mom running this farm and she has a son and you find out that like she was married to this dude who was very abusive and he was also a cop so like nicholas sparks i don't what? know what you're doing with your cops and like you know throwing shade with the abuse yeah, why are cops um, all shitheads i mean <laughs> okay fine but you know we're not saying anyway <laughs> uh, so yeah so we find out that she's ha- she has somebody in her life so like whoever she gave this picture to it obviously wasn't like a love connection um okay. and we find out later that she had given it to her brother oh, uh, who died who's the one who died okay right. got it. and then she and zach efron like fall in love and he of like chases off this like abusive dude and the kid likes zach efron and anyway they all live kind of happily ever after but there's like this big like non-conflict where she's like oh my god you had my picture and you didn't tell me um and you're just like okay but like how would that conversation have gone no realistically? i know like hi i found this picture right after an explosion in which I assume your brother died. Yeah, her brother totally died. Yeah. Um, and I decided to bring it back to you, which is weird. It's weird. I yeah. think it's more that he just had no purpose coming out of the army and he just wanted to do something. Yeah, I, I assume that has something to yeah. do with it. And just rack on, unfortunately, probably what would have been very severe PTSD yeah. and guilt and yeah. all kinds of things. Yeah. So it's number five on our list because like the acting's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. No shade to the actors. It's just I think that they just weren't set up for success in this movie. Probably not. Um, And the story itself is just a bit blah. Um, I think considering that a lot of these elements had already been covered in other Nicholas Sparks movies. Like, yeah. so like the abusive cop husband, um, the army. So like dear John takes, you know, it, it oh, also yeah. centers around that. So I just felt that like with this one, there wasn't a lot of creativity going on, going on. Cause we've already f- been through this with I Nicholas mean, Sparks. I mean, to be fair though, <laughs> with Nicholas Sparks stories, like they're all essentially the same thing. This is true, but 
some of us enjoy them (laughs) (laughs) and are more critical obviously (laughs) we have higher expectations mr sparks i require a little bit more creativity (laughs) damn it just add something new uh okay before we finish off with this we do have just one quick honorable mention this is one neither of us have read this book and we started this movie i think one time and could not get through it we shut it off like not even halfway through we did it was so bad we did it's the longest ride from such a world but I've never felt this way about anybody no one has ever done anything like this for me before so basically <laughs> I don't even remember. I think we'd put it on because we'd been like, hey, look, one we haven't seen yet. <laughs> and we put it on. <laughs> and we and it was just it. the chemistry and this, like everything felt so corny in this. I'm remembering that everything just felt like so silly when we were watching it. I was like, this is absurd. They were like making tension out of nothing. I think I remember that. And, and trying I- to like create something like more dramatic than it needed to be. The only thing it had was Clint Eastwood's son looking pretty fine in it. I guess so. And it, But it also had like okay so this one's basically about like a like a bull rider professional yeah. bull rider and this girl that he meets who's very different from him but of course they fall in love anyway because yeah. opposites attract kind of thing that's the trope in this one I guess um in most of these yeah probably and yeah. um uh, and like you know basically they needed it's like they needed a conflict so first they add the additional side plot of the couple who you see flashbacks oh, of yeah, the who older were couple. the older couple like one of whom is talking like the husband basically who is like talking to the girl who's the main character now right and then you have the additional plot of like oh i want to continue to be a bull rider even though it's dangerous and she doesn't want me to and that's it basically that's the story that's like the story yeah, and I guess they end up together eventually. I think we Wikipedia'd it, but... Um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Because we were like, oh God, who cares? How does who this cares? end? Yeah, um, so we shut that off, and um, we're making an honorable mention of it because it's pretty far down on the list of good Nicholas Sparks. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think I could get myself back into watching the whole thing. It was just... It felt... It just felt so over dramatized it was yeah. like over directed and over dramatized yeah. the entire time we were watching it i was like i don't i, I don't understand know. why this is being treated as something so dramatic yeah. and you know i'm pretty sure that that pretty much aside from the notebook and the last song which also was terrible oh, that miley cyrus one oh, yeah like i think that pretty much covers most of his movies except for uh message in a bottle and nights in rodan <laughs> the old people so yeah the <laughs> old people that's what Sheree calls them the old people and she's like yeah the ones with people over 50 <laughs> because you need something for them too they deserve love they also well. deserve love and romance <laughs> oh gosh i feel like we've just like lost half of our audience here uh, <laughs> oh what did uh, i don't know i don't think we're missing any other ones are we i think that's it i think that is every single movie um and i'm sure because i noticed that he's 
released like three new books. So I'm oh, like, it's those probably are definitely going to be new movies. Because I was going to say, I feel like it's died down in the last few years, like yeah. three, four years. Like we haven't really seen any of them particularly. Yeah. But yeah, it's totally possible. There's going to be a new one for <laughs> sure. Well, they're going to start dropping them probably on like Netflix or Amazon Prime or something. They'll That's pick fine. them up and do it that I'm way. I'm here for it. I like Nicholas Sparks. Like, <laughs> you know, say what you will. I feel like he fits in that category of like Twilight and like you know oh. all the garbage that like I mean kind of I would definitely put him into the category of like shitty beach reads basically oh definitely he falls into that category but it's such an easy read except for a walk to remember uh, <laughs> 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 that they're just great by the beach so um yeah yeah Oh man, but I I am very curious. I would be very curious to know what other people think of yeah. all of these adaptations. I want to know like what people's favorites or least favorites are for this. So you guys can let us know over on Instagram at fully booked ca, or check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better. Um, and if you guys, wherever you guys are listening to this, if you would like to leave us a five-star rating and review, we really, really appreciate it. It helps us jump up in the rankings and get in front of more people. Uh, but that's it for this week, guys. And until next time, keep on reading. Thanks, everyone.